Welcome to the Big 3 IDP Podcast. Here are your hosts, Josh, Bobby, and Adam. What's up, you diehards, you degenerates, you lovers of defensive football? This is Josh Raymer, and we are back with another episode of the Big 3 IDP Podcast. Coming to you live from the Soad Shack, we are bundled up like it's Lambeau Field, boys. It's game time. Yes, sir, I got a feeling we'll be uh, losing some of these layers here soon, though. We got them all going tonight, boys. Including the little heater that could. Made his Instagram debut today, boys. And the Graham crowd was loving it. Yes, sir. Did very well. Hey, we had a Graham milestone. Yeah. Hey, tell us about it. 600 followers. Very nice. Six Hunsky. That's um, very handsome. Yeah. 1900 followers. Uh, Following <laughs> well, I'm sorry. What was that part? Uh, nothing. Nothing. Okay. I didn't hear anything. Just my yeah. word. I, I heard you say we have a goal to get to 1,900 followers. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. was what yeah, you said. Yeah, definitely not following 1,900. Okay, cool. I just want to make sure. Because if we have a trash ratio, that's bad for the brand, Adam. Yeah, I'm gonna clean it up. I'm gonna go on a. Uh, I'm gonna go on a massive unfollowing uh, Christmas drink here. Yeah. <laughs> So, Bobby asked, who's following us on Instagram, Adam? He said, just a bunch of 10-year-old boys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but hey, there's a future, so, yeah. you know, it's... IDP. I mean, I'm, I don't, I don't, uh, I do not accept messages from them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's probably for the best. <laughs> uh, do we need to offer them, like, uh, Xbox download codes for Madden or I something? I don't know what these kids are doing these days. I Maybe, no like, idea. a vape pen that's shaped like a... Yeah. Beyblade or something? Yeah, maybe a, a vape pen that connects to Snapchat or what? I don't even know how any of this. I don't know any of these any of these words. What's the lingo now? Oh people gosh. still jeweling? Is that still a thing? Is that are people still drawing the the smile s's on their trapper keepers? You know the I think so. triangular oh, s. I think those are back. I think those are back. Yeah, oh, I hope so. Oh my gosh. People still using yo-yos and whatnot. Trapper Slinkies. Keepers. Yeah, yo-yos had a nice run. Laser pointers were very popular when I was a little kid. Damn, TBT, man. String had a huge moment there, you know, doing oh, like yeah. Jacob's Ladder and all that, string oh. tricks. Yeah. Bobby, what was what was popular back in the 70s when you were in school? <laughs> uh, cocaine. <The> cocaine. <laughs> that Colombian Bam Bam. Yeah. Uh, welcome into the show. What a great start. And uh, I just want to just scrap that. No, not at all. <laughs> that was good. We're we're two and a half minutes in. We're not scrapping it at this point. Valuable time. So uh, we got a good show lined up for y'all. We're going to talk some news. Adam has a update from the world of trash food that we're going to get to here in just a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got some updates on our fantasy teams because we know everybody loves to hear about that. And we've also got a cool segment for y'all under the radar players who have been playing well as of late, do we buy into them long-term uh, for dynasty purposes? Should you be picking these guys up next year and redraft? What's the outlook for these under-the-radar fellers? Adam, A lot of good content in this one, boys. We appreciate you putting that list of players together. Yeah, we kind of, you know, last one we didn't do much prep work. We kind of just... Uh, Rolled in. Sure. Yeah. And so I thought, you know... Let's do it right. Yeah, we're going to take a little break here. Yeah, you next know, week. We want uh, want you guys to start cherishing us a little bit more than you've been, you know, This will lately. be 23 weeks in a row, I think. Yeah, so, so. we're going to take off for Christmas. Uh, but we do have some fun stuff planned. We do. We have a nice episode after we come back. It'll drop uh, a few days into the new year. We'll be uh, rolling out. Uh, 
an idea that everyone should be implementing, which is uh, a playoff fantasy league. That's uh, essentially when you do playoff fantasy, the cool part is it's essentially a survivor pool meets fantasy. Mm-hmm. You're trying to pick players from the winning team so that when you get to the Super Bowl, you've got as many guys as possible scoring your points. We've been doing this now for like five or six years probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and ideally you want to have, you know, you can do it with four teams, but you really want to have six teams. That gives everyone, because, you know, there's there's 12 teams total in it, so that gives a chance for everyone to get two quarterbacks. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually, you know, you want to have, I don't know, rosters are probably, what, like 20, 25 yeah. deep. You're looking at probably 17, 18 offensive guys, and then we typically yeah. do like seven to yeah. eight IDP guys. Uh-huh. So. We may expand that more, uh, you know, maybe not. We have we have a few guys that aren't really as into IDP as we are, so uh, we should definitely expand it then. <laughs> sure, 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 nation, coming sure. at you, boys. So yeah, we're gonna do uh, we're gonna add ten more IDPs yeah. this year, guys. We're actually gonna do more IDPs and offense. Actually, it's no longer offense; it's just it's IDP not, only. That's right. In the buy-in, we have we have increased it. It is now uh, looking at about four thousand dollars for that. Pay up, pink slips. We're gonna do that now. We're gonna we're paying we're playing for slips. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna do basically a live draft sode. Uh, these are, are popular. I know in the off season people do mock drafts. But this will actually be a live draft. Uh, we'll get some. Uh, we'll take the pod set up here and go into into the old house and set up the mics and just basically, you know, clue you guys in as we're making our picks, especially once we get into the IDP guys. Connor's going to be back with us. Connor's back, met, yep. You guys have met Connor. We'll have uh, our friend Cabell and our friend Jacob. Yep. So, us, so I uh, think uh, Cabell, if he's coming on, he wants to uh, have a live on the pod five guys taste test for you as well, Adam. Well, so, I, well, I feel like Cabell's going to be on a lot this summer, maybe. Yes, he he's is. Gotta, he's, he'll be... He'll be good for the summer because we'll do a lot of food stuff. And, oh yeah, and, you there'll know. be a lot of like probably like uh, like how we did the Popeyes taste test. Yes, be a lot of food tasting uh, segments with Cabell on the show, most likely. Definitely, mm-hmm. we'll talk some Steelers. That's his favorite team. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it should be fun. We've uh, like I said, been doing this draft for a while, so we'll bust out the microphones and uh, chop it up for you guys during our draft. So look forward to that. Should be dropping late on Friday, January third. Probably, yeah. I think is when we're shooting for having Something the draft. Something to listen to before the uh, first game start. That's right. Know, That's or, right. Or, or while they're going on. But uh, yeah, shout out to Cabell and Cabs Q. It's what uh, it's one of the sponsors of the of the uh, that episode. Of the podcast, of the of the draft, and of the of the VIP draft, especially uh-huh. that's always that's really the reason we're keeping back of the VIP around at this point. Is, Pretty much, uh, just a, a great draft excuse to eat some good food yeah. and uh, you know just fellowship, fellowship with your brothers. As everyone just gets increasingly hammered, and Cameron <laughs> just makes off the wall bonkers comments. Yeah, he's uh, he's not right. <laughs> He's a lost. He's a lost individual. Yes, yeah. we love you, Cameron. You're out of the league, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we are worried about you. <laughs> you did set. Uh, you did start Le'Veon Bell. Yep, in week the playoffs. 14, yep. So yeah. you're out. He was not active and dropped Darius Slayton for Greg Ward. <laughs> that was Corey. So Corey's uh, okay. also out. Yeah, sorry, Corey. Double boot. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's get into some news here. We <laughs> got. They're, they're listening to this. They're like, oh, man, gosh. yeah. <laughs> Ah, I'm not. I'm changing that five star review. Yeah, yeah. But actually, hey, you, got, you guys aren't out. Speaking of that, didn't we bump the up the? Uh, <laughs> we got the 17 now, five stars. 17. Someone got. Yes, yeah, someone whoever did that out there. Thank you. That was very nice. We were at 17. We were at 16 for seemed like a month. Yeah. Uh, but all five stars. 
What did we say our goal was to maybe try to get to twenty before the end of the year? We can get there. That's yeah. three more. That's three, three more. more. Three more up. reviews. Yeah, come on, come on, babies. Has all the listener league? Has all, your all we done for y'all? Y'all can't give us three more. Has your dad reviewed us five stars yet? Did you take his phone I did yet? Take his phone. Okay, take your mom's mm, phone. Yeah. Take mm. your sister's phone. Oh yeah. Did yeah. you review from your wife's phone yet? Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. Be a good we one. Need to see. Yep. Need to see. Yep. All right. So let's get into some news here. A little bit to talk about, and uh, it felt like this first piece of news was coming at some point. It is just a bummer because uh, this player just hasn't been able to get his life together off the field, and it's just sad because it's been a story of you know lost potential on the field because of off the field issues. Josh Gordon suspended indefinitely once again. I believe I saw this is his fifth such suspension uh, in his career. Yeah. Uh, so he not only violated the performance-enhancing drugs, but also substances of abuse. Mm. So that I think the uh, performance-enhancing drug drug one was a new one, um, essentially taking some sort of PEDs huh. in addition to the substances of abuse, which is what we had seen previously. Mm. So not... You probably knew it was only a matter of time being out in Seattle where weed is legal yeah. that mm. something was going to come up. And, uh, but yeah. Patriots must have had a hunch something was coming, you know? Probably. Uh, but, yeah, it's just it's so sad for, for Josh. He's a really thoughtful guy, really smart guy, uh, just battles some demons, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, hope the best for, uh, for him and everything. Yeah, you just want him to get healthy. Yeah. You it know? Just, it's did y'all see the catch he made last week? I did not. I heard and it was a nasty one, though. He got behind like you know two guys, and yeah, full extension. It was awesome. It was a it was a it was a sick play. Definitely made my ears perk up. But mm-hmm. and then the you know Monday he's he's done. So last mm-hmm. catch of his career, probably. Probably so. I don't think anybody's taking a chance on him anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was making sure. I was double checking that. Yeah, Schefter had it. Looks like uh, yesterday. He tweeted as the shed Wi-Fi pulls up. NFL has suspended Josh Gordon indefinitely for violating the league's policies on performance-enhancing substances and substances of abuse. Hmm. Hmm. So you got to wonder what the performance-enhancing was. It something like you know, human growth HGH, human growth hormone, some sort of steroid, some Makes sort sense. of you know, one of these kind of uh, weird things that sneak in. Like who was it that got suspended for taking allegedly like? Fertility drugs, you know. Oh, with he Golden was, Tate? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Mm-hmm. You never know what it could be. But, I mean, again, it, w- it wouldn't be surprising just because of he's got a nice bod, baby. Oh, yeah. He does. It looks, you know, not even natural. Gordon hadn't done a ton. Uh, when did What week was it that they picked him up? Uh, Seattle? Maybe like a month ago? Yeah, I was going to say. His last couple games, one for 58, two for 34. Those are really his biggest games. Yeah. Um, But... I don't know. I guess going into the playoffs, does this hurt Seattle at all? Not really. DK and so. Lockett are both healthy right Lockett's now. Lockett's playing better. He had a nice game last week. Hmm. I think Josh Gordon's a, a potentially complimentary piece, but his the, the flash we saw in 2013 or 2014, whenever he was basically the NFL's best receiver, is those days are long gone. Your boy uh, CJ Procise getting a little bit of action with Penny out. Kind of fun. I, I didn't. I didn't see what he did. What did he? Uh... He had like five carries, I think, or yeah. something. Not a lot. Just yeah. Penny on IR, so I guess Procise would be getting some run now. Clearly behind. Yeah. Uh, Who knows? Carson he could now. be relevant. I yeah. mean, he's he's the uh, he's a good pass catcher. Carson and can fumble too. Yes, he can. 
Pete Carroll doesn't like that. Pete Carroll likes pro size. I mean, he stuck with him, you yeah. know, he, uh, for this long. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that guy was he on the team the entire year, or did oh, they? Yeah. Okay, I don't know if they dropped him yeah. and then picked him back up. Pro size is talented. He just kind of a just but, can't stay healthy. Yeah, just really can't stay healthy. That's really it. Mm-hmm. So Josh Gordon suspended. Uh, another wide receiver, Chris Godwin. So is he looking like he's going to be at least out this week? Is he out the rest of the season? What's I'd say the... he's done. They said it was. It sounded pretty severe, mm-hmm. and you're not going to rush anything like was that. Was it knee? Hamstring, I believe. Hamstring. Okay, good. I didn't. I hadn't seen the update. I knew Mike Evans was out because that's what the the fantasy footballers were talking about. I think uh, Jason was saying he's going to go win a championship with Justin Watson as like his number uh, one wide receiver. It's insane, and and OJ Howard's going to have value here at the end, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, Pearman. What do you have? Three touchdowns last week? Something crazy. When you talk about fantasy as a war of attrition. This is what That's that it. looks like at the end of the season. Yeah. You just got to remember, you got to have spots to, to where you can pick up, you know, guys like this or not be at this point. We're not afraid to drop certain guys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If they're not cracking your starting lineup, then drop them. Yeah. What are you doing holding on to them? Uh, Perryman had five receptions, 113 yards and three touchdowns. He was the number one wide receiver on the week, I think. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah, that's of course, nuts. that helps when Jameis is going absolute banana land these past two weeks. I know, and I was kind of worried about those guys because, I mean, mm-hmm. they said that he was having trouble gripping the ball this week. Mm-hmm. Like That's what I heard. That's the the uh, thing he had on his hand was huge. Yeah. It looked like it, was, it would be hard to throw. but He was throwing only a tennis ball in practice is what I heard. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, I mean, the Lions are terrible, yeah. so. I guess it's a great matchup. And yet they're bringing Patricia and the GM back, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, it's weird. I guess you give him a third year. You know, you yeah. always hear that in coaching, like, oh, he needs three years to really get his players and his, his system guys. in place. It's yeah. still early for him. And Stafford, it might be Stafford on the way out. They've had bad luck. Yeah. I mean, Stafford has injuries. been really good, though. Yeah. He was so good before he got hurt. He's very that's underrated. The, that's the only reason I'm saying that is because he's starting to have, like, I think Stafford's been great this year, but. His injuries are starting to get pretty severe. Yeah. The back, neck stuff. You talk about fractures in your back, man. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a career-threatening type of situation. I kind of thought they would bring Patricia back, though. Give him one more year. They've got a lot invested in him. But why, though? Like, I, so I've always wondered, what what have you seen from Patricia this year that makes you, you think? Get? That's the thing. What's oh, that, the I landscape mean, look like? Anyone? I mean, Anyone I else, yeah. I mean, there's got to be tons of candidates out there that give you something. Yeah. You know, and just the worst thing about him is that he he has that uh, that pencil. Still has the pencil the, yeah. with the laminated sheets. Like, dude, what's yep. that pencil for? Trying so hard. It's just a look. look. Like it's a, his brand. Yeah. yeah it's it, I mean, he wore it in his press conference for it, God's it's sake. It's like his version of like Bill with the cut off, yep. you know, sleeves on the hoodie. That's his yep. thing. That's his thing. And so, when you start off, what were they like? Two, two, and one, and now they're three, ten, and one. Or yeah, yeah. they've so, they've so, lost like. You're right though, Bobby. I mean, realistically, realistically, they probably should look at a quarterback just because of everything that's gone on with Stafford's health. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe Stafford needs a change of scenery. I'd like yeah. to see him go somewhere else that, I mean, get out of Detroit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like, they're just a bad franchise. Yeah. Similar to like the Browns. Like, Well, look what happened to Tannehill when he got away from the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. That's a huge indictment on Adam Gase. Oh, absolutely. yeah. Think look at all the all guys. Yeah. Kenyon all the guys Drake. that are balling. Devontae uh, Parker. Yes. Yes. Tannehill, and then it's not a coincidence that you know. Look where Gase Le- is gone, and what those guys are doing. Le'Veon's now. having his worst year of his career. Darnold looks awful. Robbie, Anderson did you all know Darnold is already top ten in career passing yards for the Jets? Think wow. about that for a second. Yeah, they've had some bad ones. That's interesting. I like Darnold. I think he's going to be good. I just think he needs to. They need to get rid of Gase. He needs some help. 
He needs some help. Maybe it, maybe it'll happen if they if, if there's more of these you know uh, sideline heated sideline conversations yeah. between those two. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe something gets done. Yeah. Speaking of um, heated sideline conversations, we'll come back to this third news item and skip down to the fourth. Jarvis Landry. It's a good segue. Thank you, Josh. I get paid the big bucks for. Uh, So Jarvis Landry has joined in on the fun that Odell Beckham was having and is now telling opposing teams, come get me during and after games. This uh, surfaced uh, video from the game against the Cardinals where he was in a heated sideline dispute with Freddie Kitchens, and then these rumors come out after the game that he was yelling at Cardinals players, come get me. So Cleveland is a sinking ship, and the rats are jumping off right now. Yep. Yeah, very normal scene in Cleveland. <laughs> it's been, uh, man, good Lord, just uh, such hope, and I, I bought into it. I thought it was going to be I – I don't know. I thought Baker was going to be better. The whole team has we just had all, a stink on him this year. But the the play calling's been awful. I don't know. They, but it was the from the beginning we all knew that Freddie Kitchens never should have gotten the job mm-hmm. and uh, wasn't qualified for it. And that's just what's held him back. And you're seeing the the locker room stuff, you know, seep out now. Yeah. Yep. Man, I thought the Browns were going to be awesome this year on both sides of the ball. Yeah. Two good linebackers. You've got you know Kirksey and Schobert. But you're decent, you know. You've got Miles Garrett. You've got some yeah. The line younger was great. D backs, uh, oh. Denzel Ward. You know. That's why you talk about Tomlin as a coach of the year candidate because what he's doing with a far less talented roster oh, yeah. versus yeah. what the Browns. I mean, imagine if someone like Tomlin was coaching the Browns right now, yeah. they'd probably be they win the playoffs thirteen and two. Dude, yeah. the talent on the Browns though. Just think about you've got you know Odell Beckham. You've got Jarvis Landry. I love some of these little weird dudes like Antonio Callaway and Rashard Higgins I don't think are being used well. Uh, David and Joku can't stay healthy, but look at freaking Chubb and Kareem Hunt's doing really well too. I don't know what is going on there, but what in the world? Like, what talent? I don't know. Is Baker bad or like Kitchens is just completely lost? like control of everything if they can uh, give freddie kitchens the boot and go grab a really sharp offensive mind who also can keep a handle on the locker room yeah Yeah. next year i think you'll see baker bounce back in a huge way and have a not a lamar jackson type season because he's a totally different player but be leading the conversation for mvp voting should be a 40 touchdowns yes you know passing touchdowns his ceiling is so high in this league but he's just had obviously he was a rookie last year. This year it's just been a total just black hole there, just yeah. in terms of coaching, man. Yeah. We'll see what receivers he has left though. Yeah. I mean, Landry could be out of town. Uh Beckham, obviously, he seems like he's gonna be gone. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, not good. It's like if you bring Beckham back and things don't improve, then it's going to devolve into a outright circus. I feel like with him. Yeah. Cause he'll be, he's quiet and he's fine when the team's winning, he may do some crazy sideline antics, but and he, he'll do some little, you know, passive aggressive tweets yeah. or post or whatever. That's what, just the way it is these days. But when the team is losing, man, he is just like, get me out of here. Yeah. I yeah. mean, when you're actively saying to the other team, come get me, yeah. you know, that's going to get back on Twitter through these insiders like are are you just like 
frustrated or are I you trying so. to put some feelers out there it's been like his whole hey career, you know it's just been his whole career i think he probably definitely feels frustrated the fact that he probably felt stuck with eli mm. who was terrible mm. um for those last you know during his decline and then he gets traded to the browns where it seems like Baker's going to be the next big thing, and he just doesn't take the step that we all had hoped for. The mm. offense isn't, you know, creative yeah. enough. Just he's back into his really the me having his worst season. Yeah, you know, he's he's hurt. He's, he's hurt. Yeah, and he's been hurt since the beginning of the year, so that that explains some of it. But also, it's like, no, you got to get him involved. Mm-hmm. Like last game, he was had. I think maybe two catches until the final drive, yeah. and then I think he caught like six or seven balls on the final on the final. I just drive. think him and Baker don't have that chemistry, man. Yeah, I they really didn't have the, don't. They didn't have the time in the offseason together because he was hurt. They didn't mm-hmm. get so he was limited in practice. So maybe that explains it. The offensive line, we we got to remember that it's it's been it's bad. Trash. It's true, it's and really so bad. He doesn't re- probably have the time to you know for, to let him get bad open. play calling, bad offensive line, no chemistry with your top weapon. That'll do it. And then That's all this recipe, hype, yeah. all this, all the hype, crazy yep. hype. While we're talking about uh, Mike Tomlin being, you know, a, uh, I guess candidate for coach of the year. What about Lafleur, man? He's done awesome this year. He's been and, good. You know, Rogers really doesn't have anybody outside of Adams. Their their wide receiving core is pretty rough. Uh, you know, unlike. Cleveland, who's got, you know, super, super talented. And even Devontae's been hurt a lot of this year. I think a lot of credit needs to be given to LaFleur. He's uh he's coached them through and what are they, ten and three right now? I think that they, they have a chance at yeah, they're eleven and three. I think they have a chance at the one seed. Wow. That's awesome. And what's crazy is that team has not been that good mm-hmm. as yeah. far as offensively. Sure. Uh you t- look at their number one wide receiver, Devontae, mm-hmm. number two. And three are Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. Mm-hmm. Number four is 2019 Jimmy Graham. Yeah. Um. So that that team's pass catchers just have underperformed, yeah. and very smart football people that I trust have not been high on Rodgers. They think he's had a really mediocre year. Hmm. Uh, just yeah. holds the ball way too long. I think he's overrated. At yeah. This point. At mm-hmm. this point, yeah. On this at this particular version of Aaron Rodgers is not. My only defense to that would just be that I'm not a fan of Allison or St. Brown or MBS. MBS, yeah. yeah, he's he's been killing them this year. I think they're all just mediocre wide receivers. And when Devontae had that toe thing for a while, it's just kind of – I can't believe that they have the record that they have right now. Yeah, it's impressive to not be as good as – you know, people think on offense and still yeah. have a chance at the one seed in the NFC. That's that's a credit to coaching, but just finding defense. ways to win yeah. and defense. Yeah, yeah. They have a nice defense. But while we're on the quarterback talk for a second, did y'all see the uh, Reggie Bush video of Drew Brees like two hours after practice on Sunday? Like, yes, in the training like facility, uh, doing like mental reps by himself, the mm-hmm. only person in there. That Reggie was, Bush. Yeah, so Reggie, Reggie Bush, Bush posted the video, didn't he? He snuck in and was like on the other side of the field, and you see Breeze basically just like running these mental reps of like you know taking taking, taking the snap, dropping back, looking wow. through his Hands reads. Off. I didn't see this, dude. It was unbelievable. And then the dude goes, you know, the next day and throws for four touchdowns. Wow. But uh, dude, Breeze is it just goes to show you. You know, some of these dudes are super, super talented, and Breeze is, but Breeze is also still like 5'10", 5'11", from Purdue, 
you know, I don't remember where he was drafted because that was a long time ago. Probably not going to outwork him. Absolutely, you know, man. Still to this day, he's not. He's for sure doesn't settle. Still a very weird thing uh, that came out uh, earlier this year about his whole jewelry investment gone oh, wrong. Yeah, that's one of the most strangest stories. Uh, he got a six point one million dollar judgment against the jeweler. So good for you, Drew Brees. Congratulations. Nice. Get that money. Maybe back. don't buy uh, colored diamonds as an investment uh, um, next time. Drew Brees was the first pick of the second round uh, in two thousand one by the Chargers. Yeah. Um, wow. He could have gone to the Dolphins. Saban had a chance to get him, but he was coming off that shoulder injury, and Saban worried that the shoulder was not right, so he went to the Saints and could have uh, could have really changed, you know, the career for Nick Saban. Yeah, could have. He'd probably for still be in the NFL if that but, was the case. I mean, seriously, Saban, it could be. Imagine that Saban and uh, Belichick battling out in the AFC East. Yep. I've, I've always wondered if uh, if the Chargers had just kept Breeze, what they would look like yep. now. Yeah. Think about like him with like you know going through these Keenan Allens and you know Mike oh, Williams. God, imagine Keenan Allen. Jeez, man. well, and then imagine where Eli and Philip Rivers end up. Yeah, that whole saga looks entirely different because Rivers doesn't or Eli doesn't get drafted by the Chargers at one overall. Rivers doesn't go to the Giants. Yeah, they don't have this draft day trade. Where do those guys end up? I mean, don't you think the draft is going to be so like? There's going to be so many teams taking quarterbacks, I feel like. Yeah. Every year. But I'm just saying that it feels like, especially this year, you've got yeah. so many of these like, okay, Carr's not it anymore. All right, Rivers isn't it anymore. I mean, you can go around to almost There's Dalton's done. so yep. many teams and just be like, they all need Broncos. Done. Yeah. I think the Titans will probably franchise tag Tannehill. That's smart. probably smart. I've heard they want to get into bed long term. Please, please do Tennessee. That would yeah. make me so happy as a Colts fan. We need a larger sample size for Tannehill. Yes, please. Do you expect as a AFC South fan what what's going on with Derrick Henry? They not going to do any like extension? I don't know, man. I don't know what they've been waiting for. Is like, he the RB? I wonder what he is right now. Just I mean, he has been killing it well, this year. I mean, Standard league, he's got to be like the RB. But then is again, that the dumbest thing we've seen these how how many of these contracts have gone bad. I agree. You know, yeah, Zeke's had a, a a decently good season, but definitely not to the heights that he's had in years previous after signing that like and six year hundred million dollar deal or whatever. I was telling it was. Josh before you got here and the mock I saw today, um, or maybe you were here. Um, they said the Titans were going to take DeAndre Swift with like the 17th pick. That would make like sense if they're not bringing back Derrick Henry. So bizarre, man. I mean, that, yeah, that could be a guy you just let test. But it could be another little Todd Gurley or David Johnson situation that you mm-hmm. could get yourself into. But what if he goes somewhere nice and has yeah, a, a dominant two- or three-year run? Because he's still got some tread on the tires. Oh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I think he's going to be fine for another I think you just give years. him a four-year, five, four- or five-year deal, whatever he wants, and just front-load that baby. Is there anything so you can get out after two years for no dead cap? Is there anything? Well, and I'm sure there's not, but there needs to be something in this new like NFLPA contract that's moving the years for these running backs because they're really getting the shaft. You know, they really need to have about a two or a three year rookie deal, which gives them the opportunity yes, to go I and agree. make big money sooner. Yeah, you know, these wide receivers, the lifespan of them is just so much longer. You know, you look at uh, how old is Nuke? 27, I think. I thought he was older than that. I thought he was pushing 30. And honestly, maybe the rookie contract should be a little more. They should be like, I don't know. These these guys should be making more. 
I don't like it how it used to be, where the first, you know, the first overall picks were making crazy money. But I feel like they should, you know, you, you should be it. stuck with if you make a yeah. bad pick, you should be stuck with some cap yeah. ramifications. It should hurt a little it. bit. It swung yeah. too much with that last yeah. CBA, and where then, yeah, and now it's just like these. A lot of these guys just man, they're on just dumb contracts like Nick Chubb. Oh, like yeah. He's probably on a stupid con. Like he's probably making like a two million a year. I bet. Yeah. Something ridiculous. You know, that's just crazy. Yeah. Hopkins is 27. Okay. Like the first hundred picks should have, you know, some financial contracts should be like, you know, nothing under 5 million. Yeah. Yeah. It really should be. The cap's going up to $200 million. Yeah. So I think we can afford to pay these rookies Yeah, a little more. I agree. So uh, speaking of rookies, I believe Will Greer is a rookie, correct, for the Carolina Panthers. That's it. They're making a change at quarterback, going away from Kyle Allen, who has been absolutely killing them the past uh, really month or so. And, uh, yeah, they're going with Will Greer, which is not great, Bob, if you're going into the fantasy championship as a Christian McCaffrey owner, DJ Moore owner, Greg Olson owner. What do you guys think this does to the – Offensive pieces there in Carolina with Will Greer under center. It could be all right for CMC. Might be handing the ball off a lot to him. They're playing the Colts, which apologies to you, Josh, but you know Breeze did just torch them, and it's Drew Breeze, yeah. but their secondary is a little bit. Yeah, this is a great matchup. Yeah, and some people like Greer. I've seen a lot of the analytics guys. They're they're a fan of this of this fella. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but yeah, probably going to need to temper your expectations. I don't think. Uh, I mean, a lot of what what is valuable about McCaffrey is that he's good at you know catching catching balls. Yeah, that chemistry is probably not going to be there yeah. yet. Although he will probably check down a lot. I was going to say a lot of dump offs, but I like CMC. I don't like any of the other pieces though. Curtis yeah. Samuel, DJ Moore, Greg mm-hmm. Olson. Yeah, I mean, definitely you're, you're, take a yep. You're not arrow gonna, down. You're not going to sit CMC. So. No, absolutely not. Uh, but yeah, I'm, maybe temper your expectations yeah. a little bit for just the offense in general. And you should just have those. You know, tempered expectations anyway, because how freaking weird are the playoffs and how weird has things gone? Perryman's your number one wide receiver. Oh my gosh. Last week. Kenyon Drake runs for four touchdowns. Tannehill has been balling. Uh, Oh, I wanted to, I forgot. uh, Drew Brees, he needs to be in conversation for the uh, fantasy MVP. Oh, for Hmm. sure. No doubt about it. Five touchdowns, five or six touchdowns against San Fran and then four last night. Gosh. With one incompletion. That's absurd. Colts were just like, hey, let's have a scrimmage. And the Saints were like, no, this is an actual game. Like, no, but we'd kind of like to have a scrimmage. (laughs) Yeah. And another take. Michael Thomas, he's the wide receiver one. Wow. I agree. He's yeah. the best receiver in the league. And I agree. he's only 11 receptions behind Marvin Harrison's record. Yeah. Be careful. Careful, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> At can't yeah. guard Mike. <laughs> they just want to rest. Shut it down. What was it Booger said on Monday night that got oh. you all fired up? Oh, he, uh, God, Booger. Oh, idiot. yeah. Uh, so Mike's, Mike Thomas, uh, his Twitter handle is can't guard Mike. Uh, Booger suggested that he change his Twitter handle to best hands in the business. Oh. It was in the business? Yeah. I think oh, so. my God. So, uh, him and Aikman need to work together. Yeah, yeah totally, Booger. Stuff. That's should, that's a great idea, Booger. <laughs> you let my that, you, goodness. that went through his, he, he prepped that for sure. He's been, he's been working on that. He thought now. about that. Yeah. He also definitely drew a big wiener in the uh, Colts secondary as well. Good night for He Booger. did. I yeah. saw that big wiener when it yeah. was up on the screen originally. Yes, sir. Very girthy one. <laughs> so y'all want to know how many QBs we've seen this year? 
Give it to us. Oh, it's like got to be 50. Let's guess. I'm going to say... Say 55. All right. I'll say 50 even. Well, it's kind of hard to tell, but I think it is about 55. <laughs> Woo! I think it's about 55, 56, somewhere in that range. Let's give a little shout out to uh, our little pre-sewed snack today, Addy. Try cracking one open right now. The Big Three very much approves of the uh, Little Debbie Christmas trees. I uh, I just had one, gave me a little uh, energy, and uh, Adam's about to crush half of it. It's, been, it's a little cold. It's been sitting out here in the uh, sewed shack, so it's a little colder than I normally like, but... Uh, I'm sure it'll eat. It'll eat. Just put it next to the heater. That's right. It's a good idea. <laughs> so there are 94 players who have thrown a pass in the NFL this season. Wow. Of course, a lot of those are, about half of those are like wide receiver, running backs, punters, stuff Daniel like that. Daniel Sanders. But as far as people who have thrown, here you go. This is a he good way a good to look at it. He Raheem Mostert a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So actual Looking quarterbacks, good. yeah, it looks like 58. Hmm. Um. Yeah, because you got Josh McCown down here. Because remember, he played a little bit, I think, for them this year. He was also going to run some routes for him. He was, 40-year-old <laughs> Josh McCown. So, Addy, I think you wanted to give a little love to the edge rushers and outside linebackers who have been balling out here recently. Christmas trees roasting on a open heater. <laughs> yes, he literally has the freaking Christmas tree on the heater right now. Oh, me. Pretty good. I bet. What we're talking about? We're talking about um, edge rushers, edge rushers, and outside linebackers. You wanted to give some love to. We got to give some love, boys. I know we uh, we crap on them a lot, but man, they have come through, and they've come through at big, big moments. Well, do you know who the uh, number one linebacker is in our sleeper league right now? Hmm. Uh, Is it T.J. Watt? T.J. Watt. Wow. Yeah. That's nuts. Shaq Barrett. I mean, he broke the franchise sack record. Warren Sapp's sack record for the Buccaneers. What's he at, 16 and a half. That's that awesome. Right? Arians came out after the game and said, Barrett's not going anywhere. Yeah, so wow. they'll tag him. They'll tag him. I don't know if they'll sign him to a long term deal, Maybe but he's he'll at least get the tag. 27, 28. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's, you know, he's been great. Mm-hmm. He's been great. We've, uh, we really thought he was going to. Tail off. I mean, and he did compared to what he did his start, but he's just he's still been pretty solid and consistent. Yeah. And he's been so in the playoffs as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, got to keep riding that. Um, Chandler Jones, Gosh. he came through again. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been great all year long. Canard, mm-hmm. uh, I noticed he he's had a nice little stretch here lately. Devon Canard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vic Beasley had a huge. Had a huge uh, week last week, and this week he was solid. Dang, Shaq Barrett leading the league in sacks. Yeah, wow. that's wild. Good for you, Shaq. Go get your money, dude. Now he did have he had nine through like the first four games, I think. But still, he's been pretty solid. I thought he finished with like ten or twelve. So yeah. the fact that he has sixteen and a half, I mean, he could get he could get another couple in these next two games. He could get to twenty. That's three and a half more sacks in two games. Mm. That's very doable. Yeah. That'd be great. I, I mean, it's a stretch to see it to say he would get to the all-time sack record, but that would be awesome because that's one record that's a little bit tainted because of the way that Strahan got that with mm-hmm, Brett Favre true. like being Falling like, on him. "Here you go, just yeah. take the record, buddy." Yeah. Harold um, Landry has been another another great edge guy this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't keep up with him last week, but I mean, he's he's been solid all year all year long. Um, just. You know, we got to respect those guys. Those are those are ideal candidates to have as your 
your flex linebacker That's or, right. your, or your linebacker three. High upside sack guys for yeah. sure. You want your Keekleys, your Wagners, you know, your guys are going to get you, you know, 10 tackles a game as your one and two, but then you want one of those, you're right, big play upside guys as your. Especially in a big play league. Yes, definitely. Oh my gosh. So, um, I wanted to see what Landry did last week since you brought him up. So, Miles Garrett had 10 sacks through eight weeks at one point this year. I was just looking back at the sack leaders. He didn't have a sack against Denver or Buffalo or obviously Pittsburgh. But, man, it'd been fun if he wasn't such a DA and had not hit him in the head. He, uh, he probably ruined a few IDP rosters for this year. Yes. A lot of people probably took him pretty high. Or traded a lot to get him. <laughs> or that. Traded a first round pick for the playoff push. I'll go ahead and uh Sorry, sque- Ben. I'll go ahead and squeeze the juice over here for uh Josh Allen. I just love him so much. Yeah. So uh ten sacks on the year. And I was thinking about this the other day. He's making a pretty good run for uh defensive rookie of the year. He's gotta be in the mix. I've heard uh um, obviously uh Nick Bosa Nick Bosa is in there. Um, I'm trying to think of some other big guys. Brian Burns. No, it'll be those two. It'll be it'll be Bosa, but Josh Allen should absolutely get some votes. Max Crosby's kind of slowed down as of late. Yeah, Raiders um, have slowed down as of late. What about Cal- um Calais Campbell? What about Calais? Uh, He's the opposite. I can't say this dude's name. Uh, Clellan. Clellan Farrell. Has he done much lately? Nah. nah. Huh. Nope. No. Terrible pick, Oakland. Yeah, it's Bosa or it is. Uh, it's Josh Allen. Go Josh or Max Crosby, baby. I don't know. Max hasn't done much lately. Yeah, I think he's a, he's a he's third in my mind between behind those two guys. I agree. I agree. But he's been he's been great this year. It's narrative driven a lot with those kind of awards and Bosa being on a great team. Um, you know, Josh Allen freaking buried in Jacksonville, who's wow. historically one of the worst teams in the league. That that little stretch they had. Crosby had a sack last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, sack week consistent. twelve, and then he had obviously four that week eleven. So. Oh, you're asking about Harold Landry? Mm-hmm. Uh, he hadn't been good the last two weeks, but he's still linebacker 22 on the year. Wow. I guess that's my push for Allen being defensive rookie of the year is because Bosa had those two weeks where it was like he had 30 points for IDP. Uh, Allen's just been that slow and steady. Gosh, I love him so much. He's still on your team, right? Oh, absolutely. Will be for a long time. An well, RSO? Yep. Absolutely. Didn't you trade him away? No, sir. Never. Never would. Zach came knocking, but you didn't want to move him. That's who I got him from. Got him from Zach. That's right. Okay. Crack you open another beer. Just open all the different snacks on Mike. That's the best part about wintertime, boys. Being able to keep those beers outside. Keep them good and cold. Tonight also brought to you by Founders. Yes, sir. We need Founders. Founders, step up and give us a sponsorship. Put us a tap in here, y'all. Yeah. All right, so... Adam, let's get some updates here. How did we end up in our uh, fantasy playoffs? I I lost in the back of the VIP, and I'm playing your dad in the listener league. Yeah, so well, there's the update for me. Yeah, well, you're playing my dad because my dad beat me. We need to rephrase that a little bit, maybe. Uh... He beat me again. <laughs> <laughs> He's beating me again. It's getting pretty dark. Just over doing here. it in fantasy this time. <laughs> Steve's listening at work, like, on full blast in his cubicle. No, but, yeah, he, uh, man, Dad had a great year. He did. I can't be too, I mean, again, I, I'm not upset about this because, you know, the guy that created me, he's he's moving on. So I don't think Steve's going to sleep too well because uh, 
The guy who's about to win the third bowl beat him twice this year. That's true. Adam, it's also time to tell you you're adopted. <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> Dad, you never told me. Steve, come on in. We had you just for this segment. Uh, Dad? <laughs> what are you doing here, Steve? I mean, never mind. Not Dad. <laughs> Steve? <laughs> Yeah, so what about uh, – but you're in the championship and you're big money league. That's right, boys. Uh, Lamar Jackson, Miles Sanders. Wow. Thank you, boys. Yeah. They uh, they came through for daddy. And uh, Lamar Jackson, man, he has just been so much fun to have this year. Have they clinched home field yet? No, I don't think so. I think they can if uh, – They clinched uh, – I thought they got the one seed locked up. Or am I making that up? I hope not. Because that could be no. They I think get they clinch it if the Bills, Bills win. win. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, the Pats lose, but I think they play first. I think the Ravens play before. Oh, okay, the Bills and Pats. That's good. So yeah, Lamar should be playing. I think I don't, I don't know. Monitor that stuff. I definitely will be. But uh, yeah, made it. Uh, you know, and that was a team that I, I came in as the sixth seed. But uh, get hot. Yeah, just. Grinded all year. That's an that's an Odell Beckham squad. Ooh. Like uh and so that you know, against all odds, baby. I made a ton of bad picks uh in that in that league. I had uh-huh. Dante Pettis, OJ Howard, mm. Sony Michelle. Ooh. Um but you know, I made a lot of good pickups too. I got McLaurin, I got Debo Samuel. Dude, I uh, heard of Trader for Mark Andrews. Buddy of mine today told me he picked up uh AJ Brown this week. This week, some that's, some people, man, they're just not. Some leagues are just people not active. Attention. Yeah, people checked out week three. Yeah, I'd love to get in the leagues like that. I Gosh, no in a league with a bunch of freaks, can't do anything. You talking about XFFL? Just every league I'm in now. It's just, everyone is so Everyone's damn so good. smart. You know, I know it's insane. very annoying. Yeah. It's uh, but you know, so we're we're in championship again. So are we in on Miles Sanders? We like uh Yeah, I like seen? Miles Sanders. I like Miles Sanders. And he's a good uh he's a good pass catcher too. So mm-hmm. he he's definitely have... the back of the future there in Philly. Yeah, I like Miles Sanders. He's he's impressed me a lot. It didn't take much. They haven't had a decent running back in a while. In a yeah. long time. The whole Wendell Smallwood. Sean McCoy probably. Yeah. Josh. What was his name? Adams. Yeah, Josh Adams. Was interesting last year, but yeah. All I could think of was Raymer. I was like, that's me. <laughs> I almost said uh, Allen. <laughs> yeah, oopsie. Bryce Brown. Oh. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> Ew, Adam, stop. Blunt. Speaking of gross and stop, you've got a food update for us, Addy. Tell us about McDonald's and what's going oh, on with your baby, favorite Mickey fast D's. food establishment. Mickey D's. Uh, donut sticks, boys. What? The new thing. I and mean, they are incredible. All day? No, just morning time. And it's like, uh, I mean, they should serve all day. They, I, I, I had that conversation with my wife. I said, there's no reason for these not to be served all day. And she's just like, Adam, please <laughs> shut up Stop and change it. the baby's diaper. <laughs> yeah, I'm just raving about them. Adam, you talk about McDonald's all the time. Yeah. So uh, they have a chocolate sauce that comes with these things. These things are like... There's a lot of cinnamon sugar on them. Um, they're kind of hard to explain. Uh, Are they like churros? Kind of. Yeah, kind of like <laughs> thin little churros. Um, How thin are we talking here? They're pretty thin. Like you could definitely kill a twelve pack easy. Uh, oh, they come so in six or twelve. So they're kind of oh like crispy. God. A little bit. 
They're not live. They're, like there's a, like little dough. There's like little doughy pieces. I'm like a thinking, little, like a drinking straw type of thin or kind a little of, thicker. A little thicker than that. So they're okay. not at all like the little Debbie like donut sticks. They don't look like they do on the sign. I gotcha. But they're good. Are we talking about price wise for a I think six a pack? six pack's like two bucks. A twelve mm. pack is like four bucks. So pretty reasonable. But they come with this chocolate sauce. <laughs> oh my god. Just takes them up a whole nother level. Chocolate sauce for anything is just like, why don't we give chocolate sauce yeah. for every kind of sweet thing? You boys, uh, were you boys ever, uh, pancakes okay. and chocolate okay. gravy? You guys ever, you guys got oh, yeah. good cooking mamas? Big time. Never did chocolate Your gravy. mom can cook good though. So but, for, uh, Christmas. But your mom ain't southern like, I'm sure like mine and Bobby's is. Uh huh. Redneck. Chocolate gravy boy. Woo-wee. On pancakes. That's a snow day special right Absolutely. there at the Markham House. Special. Dude, so uh, Christmas Eve, we've got the family coming over, and I do, like, a big breakfast and stuff, and we'll have uh, pancakes, and they'll include, like, banana pancakes, chocolate mm-hmm. chip pancakes, syrup, all the fixings. Okay. We'll do grits. We'll do bull bites. It's basically bull these, like, uh, like I cut up thin, st- uh, like, steak, and actually, like, put them on the grill, kind of, like, saute them a little bit, and mm. uh, you have that with your eggs and whatnot. Man, that's so good. Oh, yeah. Steak and eggs. Let me ask you this. You boys... Waffle boys or pancake boys? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I guess it depends. I like, I like them both. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna act like you know one's better. Like some places, uh, like I like Cracker Barrel's pancakes. This I is, like the, I like the pancakes and the griddle. Okay, you know, I'm just a, saying if you had to pick, like if you had to pick one, not saying. You have to that's that's too hard. crap on one over the that's other. It's too hard because we're, we're talking about two different things here, Josh. I'm not going to pick. Yeah. It's a breakfast Frisbee that no, you put syrup on. No, pick one. No. I, I do like waffles. but I, I like milk in both of them. I don't want water in either of them. I've had so many like corner bakery pancakes that are just Made waffle with water? Based. You know, they, they come with... Pancakes. No, no, they're awful. You don't like uh, corner bakery? No, those are bad. I like those. Not a fan. I'm a fan. That's a good question. This is going to drive me crazy. I'm probably a pancake man. If I had to pick, again, they're both great. Here's my answer. I'm a pancake boy. Wet pancakes, dry waffles. I can take waffles with like peanut butter or like jelly or like, you don't ever do that? No, I just, I'm a syrup boy. I keep it real basic. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. I go waffles then. I mean, I like a, I like waffles are usually crispier. I prefer my stuff crispier. I used to when yeah, I was bacon in bacon and hash browns. You boys, although remember, my ba- I like my, I actually prefer my bacon to be chewy? a little, yeah. No. My, I like mine in between. Oh my bacon, not burnt. too flaccid. Corner bacon, boy, they make crisp. some good bacon. I'm not a fan of Corner Bakery's breakfast, it's a good man. Spot, it's a good spot. I don't like it. I just eat Motor City I think or that's Waffle a chain. House. Motor City's awesome. Yes, uh, Real Corner Bakery's a chain, right? It I is. Know it's, yes. Uh, I don't know how many locations they have, yeah. but it is a chain. But at least at Motor City, you know you're getting old girl oh, back there. She could, yes. she cracking some real eggs. That's, yeah. that's what we took our buddy Lauren uh, when he came crack. down. Yeah, she's, uh, she's actually on. She's recovering from crack. <laughs> hey, as long as she sprinkles a little bit of it into the food, hey. it explains a lot. Merry uh, Christmas. Oh, well, also on McDonald's, uh, sorry to cut you off, Josh, but if you have the app, there's some great coupons right now. There's a 40% off the 10-piece nugget, a 40% off the quarter pounder with cheese. Dude, that's been my number one burger <laughs> here recently. Everybody, so, Josh, you could get it for like two two fifty right now if you, really? if you have the okay. app. Download the Everybody app. Everybody has been telling me that. Somebody the other day at Sonic was like, why are you ordering at Sonic? And I was like, because that's what you do. They said, no, get the app. It's half price, like all the time. Yeah. 
That's the world these these days, boys. You got to get with the times. You're just throwing money away. You know, time. Everything's too expensive to just be giving it away. But when iTunes sends me a message every morning saying, "Hey, you're going to have to cut back on all these pictures and text messages that you don't want to delete, or else go get you a new iPhone." I don't have no room for these apps. What am I supposed to do? Delete okay. your pictures? No. Yeah. Can't delete do that. Videos. Get Google Photos and delete all your pictures it's off not, of your device. Not possible, yeah. Josh. You make, you make room for them. I deleted, I deleted 4,000 photos off my father-in-law's phone this weekend. It was incredibly freeing. Wow. <laughs> for the whole family. <laughs> 4,000. 4,000 photos, yeah. Wow. We put them all on Google Photos. They were backed up, and we deleted them off the device. But that's so crazy to me that it's half price just by ordering on your phone. Well, and here's another. This is not food-related, but uh, do y'all, do y'all boys have uh, Sam's Club memberships? I Absolutely. Don't. I don't. So I need if, to get on that. Yeah, it's 40 bucks a year, I think, for the basic membership, but they have their app now where you can scan the the items as you go through the store and just swipe on your phone to pay and walk out. Wow. No checkout, nothing. I'll tell you what's kind of good at Sam's and kind of bizarre is tires. I don't know if you Oh, that's where I get my tires. Often, Absolutely. Their prices are really good. Free service for the life of the tires. I don't know about that. I think it's $10 for uh, <laughs> rotate and balance. Ooh, Let's go through this. Let's go through these deals, guys. All right, hit us with them. So it looks like right now there's a $1 large fry daily deal. That's nice. Now, keep in mind, you know, you use this once, it's going to lock for 60 minutes. You're not going to be able to use a deal. You're not going to be able to get another deal until an hour. Um, You might be one of six people on planet Earth who know that nuance (laughs) of the McDonald's app. So you can't get something, use a coupon, go through with the drive-thru again. They will not allow that. What if you have a burner phone with another app downloaded? That's true. That's a good point, Josh. So. You know, you're just pulling them out of the glove box like you're a bones. drug dealer. You're, now you're thinking, this is what <laughs> I did that with uh, Kroger. I had like three different Kroger accounts because they had some bomb ass coupons. Bring your iPad through. So, days. <laughs> was this back in your pusher days when that, you were yeah, pushing yeah, yeah, carts? Yeah. No, that was early, early baby days when, you know, you, you're, er, things are very tight. Yeah. <laughs> very tight. Okay. So we got the $1 large fries going on, on right now. Those are, that's a great deal. Those are usually like 250 Yeah. Uh, Here's a good one, boys. Buy a McGriddle, get a six-piece donut stick for one dollar. I'm going in the morning. Get them. Get them. Have you ever had what's called your blood pressure or blood sugar yeah, checked just, by a medical professional? Just trying not to think about that stuff, Josh. Keep my head down, hoping for the best. Just eating them donut sticks <laughs> and McGriddle. Hoping for the best. <laughs> Just praying, just praying everything's okay. The doctor's like, Adam, you actually died six years ago. Dude, those McGriddles are so good. They're so good. They've That's the best. Be, they've got to be like 2,500 calories, too. They're so good. I'm going to look it up while we're talking. Uh, yeah. Some of the other ones, they got some coffee ones, but here's another funny one. Dude, their uh, coffee is good. You don't like the good. cafe? I, I mean, I like the, uh, I like the cold coffees. Eh. I like Ice those. Coffees. I like those. Um, here's, it's, only, it's only 448 calories for a McGriddle. Wow, I would have bet money on that Boys, one. Boys, $9.99 for a 40-piece McNugget right now. Adam, who the hell is buying that? <laughs> Your family for a week. <laughs> boys, next week we can get dinner, boys. We I'm not a McDonald's dinner. Nuggets we guy can get at dinner. all. We ain't doing this next week either. Yeah, they got real Christmas. white meat now, Josh. <laughs> real white meat. Yes, sir. If you're having to brag about white meat, something yes, is horribly wrong. No We're more doing a podcast. <laughs> no more black meat. <laughs> no more pink sludge. <laughs> all right. So that's the news. That's the fast food updates. Gosh, I'm hungry now. This get is the awful. apps, guys. Get, get the apps. Get You're the throwing apps. money away. We can't afford not to get these apps. That's right. We're going to go get the app and get some food, and we'll be back 
for under the radar players here after this ad read from Anchor. Y'all don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're back and uh, just all downloaded the McDonald's app. We got our coupons fired up. We uh, ordered some burner phones to do multiple accounts on the dark web. Yeah, we're going to coordinate it, and uh, we'll be able to we'll all meet up and go there at the same time. We'll be able to really capitalize on these coupons. Yes, we'll be like extreme couponing, but the McDonald's edition. Mm-hmm. Have they ever had a spinoff of that uh, extreme couponing show for fast food? No, but I mean, I, it's something that I should probably consider. You really should. Mm-hmm. You're the only person I know who's uh, really deep in these coupons for... Thank you. That means that means so much. You're welcome. <laughs> you are welcome, Adam. Very proud of you. Uh, another note. Uh, oh, I like God. how we, go. we spent, what, like 50 minutes on that first part? Mm-hmm. And, uh, what you know, it's, that was not the content part of the episode. Okay. And I heard, I heard, uh, I heard you say, uh, when referencing this next part, uh-huh. we'll just blow through this next part. <laughs> yes. And I was out there, I was like, wow, that's, pr- it's pretty funny. We, uh, the IDP portion. Yeah. We always say that though, and then it ends up being a two and a half hour episode. So <laughs> this, this might rival the longest one. The longest one, I think, was, uh, over two hours. Yeah, I think, I think it was like two ten. Feel like we might be all, all over that tonight, boys. This is also probably week. Uh, we're just the gift that keeps on giving. Yes, sir. Week sixteen. Hey, we're, we're going to take a break. We've we already are. we established that we are going to take a break. We said it, and then Adam said we don't have to though. Yeah, but we may. We also may not. But likely. But we might be here. But hold your breath. <laughs> but not too much. But don't be afraid to react. Let it out. Let it out. Just let it out. All right. So these, uh, this is a nice little segment we got for y'all. Under the radar players that are playing well as of late. Do we buy into them long term or are they just having a nice little stretch here? We got 14 guys lined up for y'all. So you've got to get some hashtag content mm. of the IDP variety. And Bobby, we're going to start with one of your boys, Jelani Tavai. Ooh. So we're saying to this, uh, yes, fam. Or nah, bruh. Do you believe in Mr. Tavai long-term, Bobby? I want to hear your take first, Josh. Yes, fam. Huge buy for me. Good job getting him, Bobbo. I think they uh, invested some nice draft capital in Tavai. He's been paying off that investment as a rookie linebacker, which is hard to do. And uh, he is a big-time buy for me. On uh, Sleeper, if you're looking at their snaps, are you looking at how many snaps they played or their percentage? I usually look at percentage. Well, so, I think it does defense. Uh, I think it, for defense, it actually does snaps. For offense, it does percentage. Does so it? Okay. He basically played, gosh, he played 70 snaps last week. So that's likely 100%. Tampa mm. Bay, which is or, awesome. Or to close see. to it. It's probably 90 to 100%. But then the week before was 49. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm a big Tavai guy. Um, Tavai guy. I don't remember who Jared Davis is hurt or is just or maybe he was just benched. He's been awful this year. Yeah. I think he was hurt. Um, but anyway, I think they this was always going to be the plan. Insert Tavai here at the end of the year. I was looking at Sleeper's little info on Tavai, uh, Sleeper RSOs, and uh, they basically wrote of Tavai back in June that he was going to serve as the backup to all three linebackers. Yeah. So that was kind of that's the how plan. you know he's a good player. Yeah, he's like yeah. As soon as one of these guys go down. Tavai is getting himself in there as quickly as possible. Yeah. yeah. 
I expect Tavai to be next year's Jerome Baker, Rashawn Evans, mm-hmm. you know, type of uh, make the he'll leap be type on the guy. radar. He'll be he should probably be one of the uh, what the candidates for next year, the dark yeah. horse candidates, dark horse breakouts. He could easily be a linebacker too next year. He could. He had a uh, pretty awesome pick this last week of Winston. Um, Red. This early little slant route against, you know, one of these slot receivers jumped it, caught the ball, and uh, obviously he's a large guy, so didn't advance Six very two, far. 6'2", 250. Yeah, so. Uh, Played hey. 90, 93% of snaps was okay. what that was. Um, so, yeah, big Tavai guy. Go get him. Go get him. Addy, you're, uh, sounds like you're high on him as well. Oh, yeah. Big fan. Go he's, get him. He's, uh, he's the best thing they got there. I agree. So, yeah. All right, next up, another guy you've mentioned before on the show, Bobby, Dre Greenlaw of the 49ers. Uh, for me, I like what Greenlaw has been doing, but this is a nah, bruh, for me because he's the perfect example of a guy that you can get off waivers. And I think as y'all are going to talk about, uh, it seems like Quan Alexander being there but being out with injury right now complicates his outlook for the future. Addy, what are your thoughts on Mr. Greenlaw? Yeah, I mean, I like what you know. Been impressed with what Greenlaw's done as far as stat sheet goes. Um, but yeah, Quan Alexander got paid handsomely. Um, he's I also saw today where he's going to potentially maybe try and return for the playoffs coming up. Hmm. Uh, doubt that actually happens, but that's been floated around online lately. I've noticed. So uh, yeah, I mean, Greenlaw. He's he's one of these guys that you're gonna have to probably wait till 2021, 2022 before he actually starts, uh, because he's behind Alexander and our baby boy Fred. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, and we should start flip flopping those two. We should start naming Fred first and then Quan, uh, I agree. because that's the order of those two. Um, yeah, uh, just to back up your point, Quan is not a free agent until 2023. Mm-hmm. But his dead cap is not bad. Yeah. So it's three, two, one. The next three years, three million, two million, one million. He could be a cut candidate. He could be. But the 49ers seem to, uh, when they make signings, they 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 want to see what they have with guys. It's like they believe. It's like same thing with Jerk McKinnon. Mm-hmm. And he's, most most places he would have been cut. Yes. And he's twenty. He'll be twenty six still next young. year. So. I think where you'll see the cut is after next season, mm-hmm. uh, because the cap savings would be it'd be nine million next year, it'd be twelve million the year after that. So I think wow. that's where you'll see um, him get cut. And like you said, that's if Greenlaw is still there, that's where you could see him get the start. But Greenlaw is a guy that you need to keep on your radar because again, he backs up Quan Alexander, who is always hurt, very so, injury prone, as we've seen. There is a lot of production to be had if one of those linebackers goes down. Mm-hmm. Bobby, what are your thoughts? I know this is a guy you've liked all year. Yeah, I'll kind of zig while y'all zag a little bit. I would say yeah, because I don't know. I think that he's going to be legitimate, you know, competition for Quan going into next year. Um, and even my kind of notes here, Quan hasn't done a ton. I mean. He was great when he was in Tampa Bay, but, you know, I think his best game so far this year, IDP-wise, he scored maybe 18 points week two or three. Um, and yeah, I had written down to Quan's dead cap, and I don't think, I don't think they'll get rid of Quan just because it's always nice to have that linebacker depth, um, between, you know, Fred and him and Greenlaw, but I think you're right. I think Greenlaw could be okay. 2021, 2022 could actually maybe see the field pretty regularly then, but 
I don't know. I like him. He he's produced well in Quan's absence, but definitely with Quan coming back, that's going to muddy the water a little bit. And I like him, but again, you're going to have to carry him. He's going to ha- he's yeah. going to cost a roster spot. That's for a value. Yeah, but, just go grab him when he's relevant. But yeah. you also could have him and just throw him on the IR. Or yeah. throw him like uh, RSO's adding taxi squads. That's yeah. one thing we'll talk about in the off season. Is do we want to add a taxi squad? Um, you just got to keep in mind, even if you're putting guys on IR, there's, that's someone else you could be putting on IR. Exactly. So you know? answer me this. So this year, right now, if you have a healthy Quan and a healthy Dre, who's better? Quan. Quan. You think so? I think yeah. so, yeah. I don't. I mean, Quan hasn't been recording the IDP stats, but I think he's a better player. He was fine. Like, I'll, I'll give you his line here. He went, uh, I'm not going to say the decimal points because it's too much, but 4, 18, 12, 7, 11, 13, 5, and then 0. Was yeah. his last game before? And you look he got at Fred. Look, Fred, when they were playing together, Fred wasn't setting the world on fire. It wasn't until Quan went out that he really took that next step. Yep. It just looks like Greenlaw and uh, Fred are playing really well together right now. I think they're playing good. Yeah, uh, Greenlaw had a really nasty tackle um, against Kamara. Uh, Kamara was coming out of the backfield, and Greenlaw read it really early. It was almost a borderline fumble by Kamara. It was almost like that catch and a what do they define it as a, a athletic move or something yeah. um, but a anyways move or yeah whatever. i mean you're you're it's kind of hard to debate these two guys but i i'm a green law lover just because he's he's seen me through some of the rougher weeks of uh you know the end of the fantasy season so i guess i feel like i owe it to him a little bit but i could see going either way there yeah looks like he is um not slated to be a free agent until 2023 because he's a rookie this year yeah so that's nice. He'll be a guy that I think will be there. And I think you could see him push Quan next year, and he's a great handcuff if Quan goes down. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it'll be until the year after that you see um, him really get a chance. Gosh, his cap hit is only $575,429 this year. Yeah. That is wild. So he's the fifth-round pick yeah. out of Arkansas. So still young. you know. Yeah, you, you, again, you don't know what can happen with a lot of these guys. Mm-hmm. Um but it's just gonna you're gonna have to wait a while and be patient, I think, to to for this to bear fruit. Well, and just just wait, like it, and know your league too. If this is a situation where you know you're in a, with a league with a lot of sharp owners, guys with deep benches where they can yeah. grab a green law and stash them, maybe you if you really believe in them, maybe you do have to go get them. But otherwise, just let him hang out on your waiver wire and go scoop him. You know, if you feel he, like, yeah, he's likely not going to yeah. be relevant the first half of the year with mm-hmm. a with a healthy Quan. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's going to be out there. Yep. So another guy here that has really flashed, in the, especially in the last few weeks, Ryan Anderson of the Redskins. Uh, was this uh, who put the scoring in? Is this sleeper or RSO scoring that we're looking at here? Well, so I'll give you the sleeper. Uh, his sleeper last three weeks. So, yeah, this is right. So 35, 19, 6, and then 17 yeah. last four weeks. That's a nice <laughs> nice four-week stretch there. Uh-huh. Um, so normally with guys that are filling in for injured players, I would be a no. But I'm going to go yes, fam, on this one because – um, even though he's an injury fill-in for Ryan Kerrigan, with a new coaching staff coming in, I think Kerrigan gets cut this offseason because Washington can save $10 million against the cap, which, of course, gives Anderson a huge upside going into next season. So mm. he's a buy. And we should mention here, when we say people are buys, 
uh, or guys that were trying to acquire. It's all about cost. Uh-huh. You know, uh, I think it was uh, one of the fan- fantasy analysts I heard, maybe the the pod father, who said, I don't hate players. I hate average draft positions. Mm-hmm. That's really what we're talking about here. You're not going to pay up for these guys. Yeah. But if the price is right, these are guys that I'm looking to acquire because I think they have a good long-term outlook. And mm-hmm. the price is going to be right. Again, these yes. guys are going to be still under the under radar. Under the radar, I mean, yeah. A lot of people have checked out. That's why you don't check out of mm-hmm. your IDP leagues because you're going to miss out on guys like this that are popping here at the end. That's mm-hmm. all these guys we're talking about right now. These so, are all relevant as of late. Rebuilding teams or testing guys out, seeing who they want to keep around. So basically, Anderson saw a huge huge spike this week to 64 snaps the week before he saw 28 um, so the last couple of weeks he's been 36 29 40 28 and then 64 this week so um, basically you know you're seeing Washington really give him his uh, you know fair chance here towards the end of the year yeah this is a second round pick so I mean they're gonna want to see what they have he's gonna eventually get a chance to play and so we're seeing that now but he's been great yeah um, uh, another note Another Alabama guy. Mm-hmm. They have so many Alabama dudes on this de- on this defense. Mm-hmm. Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen, Landon Collins, Ryan Anderson. Mm-hmm. I guess if there's a team that you're going to pull a bunch of players from, Might Alabama's well. not a bad one yeah. to pick. Yeah, pretty decent. Uh, so, yeah, I think uh, he's a guy that I would be keeping an eye on. And if you've got a chance to stash him, you've got a deeper roster, wouldn't blame you for trying to hold on to Anderson there. Mm-hmm. But, Bobby, sounds like you're going to – Go against the grain here a little bit. It's kind of same as Greenlaw. I could, you all could talk me into buying him here, but I probably still say no, just because Sean Dion. See, I think they're playing Alabama boy. Yeah, really? gosh, yeah. I think they're playing alongside each other. I really do. Yeah, you could be right. I just, I don't know. The linebackers. I mean, John Bostic was you got the, Holcomb uh, there. Cole Holcomb, who's yeah. been pretty impressive at, at times. Leading tackler for rookies right now. Wow, wow I didn't realize linebackers. That. Yeah. I just not I don't know. It doesn't excite me yet. So would you rather have Anderson or Holcomb? Is neither an option? You get, would you go with <laughs> SDH there? Probably I don't know, that's hard. I don't know. Talk to me in six months. Six months. <laughs> that's the thing, it's like I don't know. These none of these guys are gonna be on anyone's radars like I don't know that it's going to... These are darts. You yeah. take darts because you hope one of them hits. That's they're, really what this is about. You can almost kind of say this one's a little bit like Tavai. I mean, they're really giving him a shot. And if it's a later, you know, ADP, if his draft position is late, it might be fine. Take him in the last round of your IDP draft. Could like, be worth it. You know. Could be worth it. Grab some guys with high upside. Uh, next guy here uh, for the Jacksonville Jaguars, Mr. Donald Payne. I think we're unanimous on this one, fellas, that uh, this Hell is no. a big-time no. Nah, fam. I believe you said on one of the episodes, Addy, that not good, just gobbling up tackles right exactly now. Exactly right. And there was I – th- I know that uh, I had a few people ask me about Donald Payne, and I was like, listen, you, c- I personally would not be comfortable playing a guy like that. There was all kinds of talk last week about his, his snaps possibly getting cut because they're going to – they're always – they're trying to see what's going on with you know all the guys on their depth chart. Because they're done for the year, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was talks about, you know, a lot of talk last week about his snaps probably not being as consistent, but that ended up not being true. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had a great game. Yeah, not good, not a good player. Yeah, he was just again getting beat a lot. They were targeting him. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he's not good. He's not someone you want to hold on to. So I would still expect Quincy Williams to get get the shot first before this guy. 
I heard uh, this uh, in the past couple days someone say the Jacksonville Jaguars linebackers is the worst position group in the NFL right now. Yeah, it's all yeah. – uh, that's, that's, That is that's that's true. The mock I saw today, they are, uh, were putting Isaiah Simmons from Clemson um, as their 10th pick, I think, this is uh, where Jacksonville's at right now. They've got to work on that defense. I've watched Isaiah Simmons. I saw him uh, when we were in Clemson this year, and uh, that dude is fast. I think he started off being recruited as a safety there, and uh, I think pretty quickly his talent uh, kind of shone through. Actually, I may be lying. He may have actually been recruited as an offensive player. He might have been a wide receiver and ended up. That's a that's a playing hard transition to make right there. Brett Venables and uh, I think if I'm thinking the right dude, I think they basically as soon as he went to the defensive side, they just kissed him on the forehead and said goodbye, my love. <laughs> Dumb and Dumber waving out the window. Yeah. All right. So here's another guy that has been making waves. Um, because of injury, it's a recurring theme here with this list. Uh, Nick Kwiatkowski for the Bears, filling in for Danny Trevathan. And um, this was one that is a big-time buy for me. Um, Chris Wessling, who's one of my dudes from the Around the NFL podcast, said he thinks that teams will pay up for Nick this offseason because, in his words, he's made more plays than Trevathan has this year. Hmm. Plus... Nick is a unrestricted free agent. So um, I think you could see Kwiatkowski get a lot of love on the free agent market this offseason. I don't I don't think the Bears will bring him back, but for me, he's made a lot of plays. He's really popped every opportunity he's gotten. I think he could be one of those guys like Tavai that we could be talking about in the LB3 conversation. Uh-huh. Maybe LB2 if he lands in the right situation, but I'm a big-time Kwiatkowski fan. He's been great this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know we had a one of our listeners, Aaron, mm-hmm. um, he asked if he should uh, if he should sit Deion Jones for someone like him. And mm-hmm. we I told him, yeah, yeah. Deion Jones has been such a disappointment. This guy has been great. Mm-hmm. And that was the right call. He had uh, – he had, Looks like his last three weeks he's had 14.75, 13.5, 14. 14.5. Yeah, he's, not spectacular, but just solid. But solid. You just yeah. want that like 12 to 15 point yeah. baseline for your linebackers. You picked up this guy, so he's probably going to be your you know third or fourth linebacker. So yeah. getting that type of consistent Great. production Love there, that. that's mm-hmm. a huge advantage. Yep. Yeah, what do you think, Bobo? I think the Bears need to try to do what they can to keep him. Um, just because of a couple reasons, you know, Trevathan's age, Trevathan's probably pushing 30 Agree. at this point. Um, I think Kwiatkowski has made the most of his time there. He's made a couple great plays, you know, produced. You're really going to see what he looks like these next couple weeks, especially with, uh, you know, Roquan out with a torn peck and everything. The other thing to kind of think about with Chicago is they might slowly start to kind of reboot the machine just a little bit on the defensive side of the ball. You think about, Khalil Mack is getting older and has kind of not looked like himself this year. You know, Akeem Hicks has been unhealthy. He's getting older. Ha-ha Clinton Dix is getting a little bit older. Um, you know, you've got some older players there, Trevathan, obviously, and everything. So um, they have one of my favorite cornerbacks in the league and freaking Kyle Fuller. I love watching that. Fuller's been play. awesome. But, uh, yeah, the Bears are – I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what they do in the offseason. But if I were them, I would probably try to keep Kwiatkowski. I think, I think he's good. And he's still probably – should be reasonable. Like yeah, yeah. I feel like the only people that are 
really aware of how good he's been or people that play IDP and yeah. stuff. Um, so he, he could be another one of those, you know, under the radar contracts and, and be kind of a nice value. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think Trevathan would be the guy if possible, I'd move on from him and I'd, I'd reboot with, uh, him and, and Roquan. And how, you know, we sat in here how many weeks ago, week one, and watched Roquan and Khalil Mack and Roy Robertson Harris. I had Kwiatkowski at one point, and then you guys were like, are you going to keep him? I was like, no, because, you know, Roquan's coming back. Freaking and- week one, I just remember sitting here with y'all and watching Chicago, like, just oh, eat up somebody. Dang, I didn't realize this either. Trevathan is a UFA as well. There you so go, Bo. They'll wow. have to make a decision if they want to bring back him or And they were probably paying him, I'd say, a pretty – uh, hefty yeah. amount. The cap hit this year was seven point six five million. So they got the money to spend. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they can they can invest in this guy if they want to. So we'll see. That changes the equation. I think you could see them if they want to go with Nick, maybe offer him you know a deal that won't match what he'd get on the open market, but it would allow him to stay kind of like a hometown discount type of thing. You know, like a three year thirty million dollars. Yeah, something like that. I think would be very fair. Yeah. Maybe four years, thirty million. I don't know. I don't know what he's really worth. I think he could get a lot if he gets to the open market. You got proven linebackers that are still young. I don't think he's that old, is he? He's um, Trevathan uh, was drafted. Gosh, I just lost it. I started looking up Wesley Woodyard because I started thinking about him. Woodyard was drafted in uh, two thousand and eight. Yeah, Kwiatkowski is twenty six. Trevathan is twenty nine. So that's a nice little age 29. difference there. Hmm. Uh, so let's move on to the next guy here. This is an interesting one, Jermaine Pratt of the Bengals. Um, this is a no for me just because I'm not quite sure on the talent. I saw PFF has him graded at a 42. Um, so, yeah, I just need to see more from Jermaine before I'm going to give him a vote of confidence. Uh, Bobby, how are you feeling about Mr. Pratt here? Yeah, I don't know. It's a no for me right now just because on-field talent, I still need to see a little bit more. I saw the PFF grade and everything too, but I don't know. You could go either way. The Bengals are just so hard to kind of judge as a team right now. They're so talent poor. It's just like what the hell's going to happen with that roster over the next couple of years. But, Addy, I think you're swerving though when we're going uh, no. Oh, definite yes. I mean, he, you know, he didn't get a lot of playing time to start the year. He's still learning. He wasn't ready to play. Uh, he was a third-round pick, I believe out of NC State. Um, yeah, I, he's played well lately. I mean, he's played better, but he's he's just now finally starting to get an opportunity. Uh, that team's a mess. I'm not putting too much stock in, you know, his grades right now. Yeah. I mean, uh, they're on the field a lot, though. Mm-hmm. Um, he is getting more snaps. He's gone... Uh, 50, 69, 63, 47, 72, 75% of snaps the he's last just, few games. He's just too young to write off. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked him in, in college. He was a guy that I was targeting in drafts. Mm. Um, I think you were talking about a little bit before the season and it just, yeah, just didn't materialize, um, yeah. you know, thus far, but that team is so bad. He's been solid lately though. So, uh, it seems like he's going to be, I mean, not probably going to be someone you trust in your championship lineup but you know he's uh he's been fine he's been solid he's getting decent tackle numbers but worth the hold yeah not going to cost much if you want to acquire him um 
But again, you're probably not if you believe in them, you're probably not going to sell them because no one's going to be willing to give you more than like what a fourth or fifth round yeah, pick. Probably not. Much. I will say though, it helps. Nick Vigil is a UFA this year. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be him. It's going to be Pratt. I mean, Pratt's yeah. going to get the. He's probably going to be the starting linebacker for him. Just see how good he is next year. Yep. So next up here, Adam, you're going to have to talk about this guy because I think it's some sort of dog character that we're talking about here in Miami. I don't even know this guy. Yeah. I just I think he's actually a journeyman. I think he's been been around a little bit. Mm-hmm. I just noticed that he's been playing well as of late. Mm-hmm. So, so is, is this Vince Beagle? So obviously, yeah, Vince Beagle, I guess. So Beagle? obviously not someone I'm going to suggest. By Jill? The Dolphins are just siphoning through all uh-huh. their all their guys. They're just they're they're oh. really wanting to see what they have. Speaking of which, I think they set the NFL record for most players who have suited up for a team during mm. a season. That makes and sense. there are two games left. That makes sense. And but that's really the way it should be. Like, yeah. I mean, the Dolphins have actually been you know, they they are tanking, but they've been fun doing it and you have some promise with this team now. Yeah. You're going to have some high picks. I liked what we've seen out of some of these receivers with you know, Preston Devontae Williams. Parker, De- Preston Williams. Hopefully he's, you know, everything goes okay with his recovery. Mm-hmm. But uh, arrows pointing up in Miami. Mm-hmm. I kind of, and they traded away the guys that were decent and got some. You know, they got a little bit back for Kenyon Drake and yeah. You know, c- kudos to the Cardinals for using Kenyon Drake and letting him look awesome because I think their hold is still Chase Edmonds. And they're going to be able to probably, you know, get rid of Drake this offseason for something. What about, I mean, David Johnson, is he gone? Uh, We talk about that. David Johnson's gone, yes. I don't know. His dead cap's still a lot, I feel like. I feel like he's gone, too. I can't remember. I think it's uh, because he's getting a little uh, little vocal, getting a little upset. Oh, is he? About his usage, yeah. Got to be getting a little embarrassed. Dude, that one run that kind of went viral there a couple weeks ago was pretty rough. It looked like he was... 48 years old out there running around. I but thought it was know, you, Josh. David Johnson, if he gets cut, he could really have he could you could really see his value uh just explode mm-hmm. if he if he lands in the right situation. Imagine if he lands like in Kansas City yeah. or Tampa Bay. Oh yeah. With the Arians connection, Arians. you know, the, he there's some nice spots out there. But he is starting to show the injury bug just a bit yeah definitely something was not right with him this year but so. good on the cardinals because they'll they'll move drake i think he's a unrestricted free agent and somebody will you know come knocking and maybe they'll i, I don't know maybe they've got one more year of him Anyways, drake so i don't sorry. know i was looking up how many players the dolphins have played i'm sorry so it's sorry. 80 it broke the wow. previous record of 78 set by the 2017 houston texans let me uh let me introduce this next one because I did happen to uh, send out a little bit of a rough tweet this weekend at, directed at Adam. So uh, Kenny Clark of the Packers, his last two weeks, seventeen point two points and thirty point four points. Adam, don't look. So Joshy, uh, Nabra or yeah, fam, Nabra. He's dead to me after what he's done to Markham this year. Man, oh, thank you for that. That's a good bro. I'm gonna oh, fall on that grenade. That. That's a good bro. Kenny's just been tearing it up. I'm like, no, you don't deserve this, Kenny. You got to say yep here. Uh, you know, as much as it, uh, much as it's been so annoying this year, 
to deal with. Defensive tackle has been the worst oh position to try to figure and out. And even Jordan Phillips, you guys noticed after mm, the donut yes. he gave me in week 14, had yes. a, like a 20-pointer. Yeah, It's been that shit all year. Yeah. By the way, he Jordan Phillips is a massive human being. Mm-hmm. Big boy. I hadn't seen the Bills play really much this year, but my God, what a huge man he is. Yeah. So is Kenny Clark, and that's why he, he's he got to be a buy. I mean, this was a guy that I was all over beginning of the year, mm-hmm. and this was the reason why. And it's not that Kenny Clark has been bad this year. He's been among the league leaders as far as defensive tackles go in pressures yeah. and QB hits. He's just not actually getting the sacks. Mm-hmm. Um, so you need to pay attention to that stuff because sometimes you just don't record the sacks, you know? And that's something else, too, that we should probably talk about in the offseason is that I think we will probably push as an IDP league to include QB hits next year. Yeah, so I agree, 100%. Uh, Jordan Phillips is 6'6", 341. Oh, wow. Think about that coming at you up the middle of the uh, defensive line there. Think about blocking that Holy all game. Holy moly. Um, well, Kenny Clark is he's 6'3", 313, but he's also only 24 years old. Wow. So people forget that, but he is still super young. I think this will be his fourth, maybe his fifth year coming up. Hmm. Um, but the Packers, I, I don't know if they've extended him. I feel like... I feel like this was the last year of his contract, so he's he certainly has played his way into a lot, you know, a lot uh, a bigger deal with these last few games. He's yeah. like, oh crap! I have the, I don't have a contract yeah. after this year. I need yeah. to actually turn it on because you know a lot of these teams look at sacks and stuff and big counting stat- stats like the rest of us do. And you're gonna get to see Kenny in the postseason too. Yeah, so that could be fun. He is a UFA in 2021, so he's got one more year on his deal. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Macon looks like a cap hit of seven point six nine million. No dead cap though, mm-hmm. so they could cut him if they wanted. I don't think they will though. Uh, do y'all know how old Jameis Winston is? Just off the top of your head, twenty six. He is twenty five. Twenty five years old. Wow. Hmm. Feels like he should be like I don't know thirty with how long he's been in our lives. Stole them crabs decades ago. Yeah, it's been a long time. Next up here, we got Shaq Lawson of the Bills. Addy, why don't you talk to us about Mr. Shaq here, what's been going on with him these last five games. Okay, last five games, uh, 14.8, 21.3, 17.1, 5, and then last week 22.9. So this is a average of 16.22 over that five-game span. I mean, that's a top-12 defensive end that's over that very, stretch. That's very, very nice. So, um, yeah, I mean, this was a guy that a lot of us, he was on our radar, you know, uh, start of the year, but he just kind of came on slow. Mm-hmm. And uh, that that happens. That happens a lot. I feel like that happened with a lot of the Bills' defensive players. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oliver wasn't doing much. Even Tremaine Edmonds. Yeah, they've really clicked lately. Uh, Poyer's Matt Milano, been doing a lot. Poyer's, Poyer's been, been pretty consistent. Josh. Trey Dave has been. Did you un- say Tremaine? You said Tremaine. Tremaine, yeah. Matt Milano. Yeah, Milano's came on. Tredavious White. He is like he's right up there with me. I think Lights with out. Gilmore as yeah. far as like all pro. They have a really good defense. Yes. They're, they're solid. Hyde's been good. Every position, they're solid. I don't think yeah. they're going to make a lot of noise in the playoffs, but they have some really nice defensive but that's a talent. Tough, that's a tough playoff team just Wonder, because they're going to be able to run the ball. Singletary's been impressive. As long as they hand oh, the ball yeah. to Singletary and He's just let Josh moves. Allen run the ball, man. Yeah. I mean, so they're they're going to be a tough out, you know, because it'll be like Jacksonville was a couple years ago. They're, they can run the ball, control the clock. 
Their defense is probably not going to give up much. That was one of my biggest misses this year. I really thought Zay Jones was going to perform up there, and he just really didn't. I got traded to shipped off to, to the Raiders. And still didn't. Yep, didn't do much in Oakland. Right. And John Brown is uh, doing just fine. That was key. that was a great pickup by them. Jeez. I love him John and Brown. Beasley both. Yeah, John we Brown's were kind of laughing like, oh yeah. my gosh, look at them doing the Madden approach and just grabbing a couple. Dawson Knox. Think about it. Antonio Brown. Remember when he yes. like refused to go there, and this mm-hmm. is a. Uh, he would have been. He probably would have been pretty happy there. Yeah. Well, not when Josh Allen is overthrowing him, because Josh Allen is. It's been proven the worst deep ball thrower in the NFL, which but, is weird because he has the strongest arm in the NFL. But him and John Brown have kind of similar games. Mm-hmm. I mean, and John Brown's done just fine. Actually, John Brown's having the best year of his career. Absolutely, which is cool because he had that whole um, the sickle cell sickle cell thing. I've, I've always been a John Brown fan. Josh Allen is a great game manager. I feel like he doesn't throw a ton of picks. He's got nine on the year. He's got eighteen touchdowns. Uh, but he's got nine rushing touchdowns. What is his completion percentage? Um, you have that stat right there. So you might have to work on this one with your calculator. He's two fifty five for four thirty. Okay, so he's a little two fifty five divided by this is great radio fifty nine percent. He is sub sixty percent completion percentage, which eh, is not good, not great. But the nine rushing touchdowns that's helps very a lot. nice. That's what saves him. That's more yeah. than Lamar. How Lamar. many fumbles does he have? Does it say? Doesn't show that. That's what saves him though. It's the it's his you know rushing ability. Twenty eight hundred yards in the air. 467 rushing yards, which I think people really anticipated him having more than that this year. Um, but, you know, he'll finish with 10 rushing touchdowns and, you know, 600 yards on the ground rushing. That's that's awesome to add on to. You know, he'll be a QB1 pretty easy. He's a QB like seven right now. Um, but I, I, I disagree a little bit. I don't want to play Buffalo in the playoffs. He has 14 fumbles. Wow. Daniel Jones has 15. That's awesome. Dang. Yeah. What – um. Where are they at? So they're going to be a wild card, so they're going to be on the road. That's the only thing. I don't trust Josh Allen uh, because he's he's a great runner, but 14 fumbles, that's one per game. Wow. He's going he's gonna to hurt you, and I think in a key situation. So, um, yeah, I trust the defense, but I trust offense more than I trust defense come playoff time. They're going to pro- probably play like someone like the Texans. Yeah. Texans are big. Because they'll be a wild card. They'll be the top. They'll be the five seed. Texans defense is nothing, though. So the five seed plays the, what, the four seed, and the three plays the six, right? Yeah. Put Josh Allen in a dome, though. Unless it recedes. No, well. I'm sorry. Your first first round is going to be three six. So, yeah, yeah, it would be the team that maybe wins the, because the Pats, Chiefs, and Ravens will be the other three. So yeah, so likely Bills, Texans, Bills, Texans, at yeah, Houston, at Houston. Inside, that probably doesn't favor the Bills. No, but you never know. I mean, Bills are actually pretty good. I think that I, defense I think is they, legit. They're very well coached. They have a great defense. I just don't trust Josh Allen. But uh, McDermott, we'll see. did you guys? Uh, so they were a primetime game this week. So we got to see a lot of. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we don't get to see a lot of them. Mm-hmm. But McDermott, he kept doing the thing where he's pointing up to the sky, mm-hmm. like after literally everything. Do you notice this? What was this all about? Was he like? <laughs> I don't know what it was, but it was like after every single thing that was going on, he kept just pointing up. It's for you, Grandma. It's like Sammy Sosa hits a home run and crosses the plate. Yeah, some fingers up. It was just like a fifteen-yard pass interference yeah. or something. Yeah, it, like, but it was it, that's what it felt like. I was like, <laughs> I saw him do that literally like twenty times. He's like, "Thank you, God, or God, give me strength not to strangle my players as you, they come off the field." I hope you, it was toward oh, who was that famous fan with like Pancho Villa or something. <laughs> what was his name Pancho Villa? Villa, yeah, yeah. 
Who is this? I know that name, but I have no idea who that is. Uh, well, there was like a famous fan for the Bills, and he died recently. So maybe it is for him. That would be a nice touch. That'd be nice. That'd be it's cool. Awful lot. Hope it's of nothing corny though. like his his grandma. <laughs> Get out of here, grandma! <laughs> Doug, Did you, you know that was the first that. time they've been on Sunday Night Football in twelve years? Wow, that is a crazy. And I think the last time they were, they played the Steelers. That's awesome. At least from what I heard. So next up here, uh, another one of your guys that you had mentioned, Addy, that Bob. Bobby and I had not heard of up until you mentioned him on the pod, so thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Who we got here as the next player? Julian Love. Julian Love. Oh, Julian. Yeah, I mean, what's so valuable at him right now is that he's he's a cornerback, but he's well, he's he's listed as a cornerback probably in all your leagues, but he's actually playing he's, safety. He's Ex- playing safety. He's except the, at RSO, he's a safety. He's a corner. Are you sure about that? I am sure. He's on my team. Let's look that up. Are you sure you're sure? What if they change it on you? How sure are you? I'm very sure, Bobby. Pretty sure I had to go through the safety channel. Uh, Safety uh channel. You don't need to be looking at him. Let's see on You don't need to be looking for him. He's spoken for. Big pick lover. Uh Uh-huh. This is live on the air. What's it going to be, RSO? He's a cornerback. (laughs) Oh, my God, Bobby. Tomorrow morning. My deepest condolences to the Markham family. Tomorrow morning, I expect that apology to be on my desk. Adam, you'll be at McDonald's getting donut sticks and McGriddles. I'll get your McGriddle. You can have the donut sticks. Let me get a baker's dozen of them donut sticks. (laughs) Baker's dozen. Just throw in an extra one. (laughs) People appreciate that whenever you you ask for baker's dozen. They don't know how to respond. So try that out, guys. It's not like uh, asking for Baja. Let us know your results. They slap your phone out of your hand when you give them the app. It's like, take your baker's dozen. Shove it. uh, There's there's only 12 in here. Ashford's uh, Baker's dozen. <laughs> they just throw the water in your face. Like, sir, get the <laughs> F out. <laughs> so Julian Love, um, just because uh, the, the Giants, they love them some Jabril Peppers. He's under contract through 2022. Not a guy I'm looking at long term necessarily, but he's having a nice little run here for sure. Yes, sir. And, mean, and cheat, cheat code players are so valuable. Yeah. You just hope that. Leagues don't wise up and change his designation. Yeah, he's a rookie. I mean, so you know he could. Uh, it's just he'll be someone that we monitor next year. I mean, I don't know what. I don't know if he's going to move back to corner or you know, uh, Bethay's. He's old. He's like he seems like he's fifty at this point. I know he's been around. Like I feel like he played with uh, Peyton Manning in his yeah. rookie year. So maybe he <laughs> moves on. Maybe uh, you know, maybe they open up. You know. More playing time for him at the opposite peppers, but I don't know. Yeah. Love peppers, baby. Yes, sir. Love nice... peppers. That is good. <laughs> I a... love your mind. You've got a brilliant mind. All right. Next up on the list. Uh... <laughs> you are Russell Crowe. <laughs> Thank you for referencing that uh, that film there, Adam. That's beautiful mind. Damn it. <laughs> you had a chance. <laughs> you blew it. Uh, next up here, <laughs> we got uh, Chuck Clark of the Ravens. Adam, who is Chuck Clark? Tell us, educate us here. Uh, he's he's been uh, he's been great lately. Safety for the for the Ravens um, was bailed out last game with a pick, so that saved his day. But he's been great lately. He's he's been getting uh, a decent amount of tackles. Um, but you know. 
This is the kind of guy you just pick up off the waiver wire. Yeah, we're not late in the season. Right? We're not going to be expecting much from this guy, you know, going forward. I mean, he's just—he's no Tracy Walker. He's a nice, right? He's a nice fill-in for for he was someone you were looking for when you lost Tracy Walker down yeah. the stretch or Ronnie Ronnie Harrison mm-hmm. uh, down the stretch. These were guys that you were looking to replace um, those types with. Mm-hmm. So this is another guy on our list. The next one up here that I want to have a conversation about because. He was one that didn't get a lot of respect last year, but has performed so consistently this year. He's averaging 17.4 points since week 10. This is Devondre Campbell of the Falcons, the number one linebacker by far for Atlanta this year. Um, So it's tough because I think in my mind he still has a little bit of that stink on him from the lack of respect he was getting last year. But I think this year he's earned himself a new contract. Now, I think he'll regress next year wherever he ends up from where he is this year. This just seems like one of those kind of peak contract years that players have sometimes. So I'm not going to overpay for Campbell, but I think he's proven himself and he could be a nice rotational guy. He'll be gone. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'll be in Atlanta next year. They're not going to. I mean, they're already paying Deion Jones so much, Yeah. which I blame. I blame Campbell for the, for, you know, Deion Jones. So mm-hmm. I'm not buying I'm not buying him. Are That's you why. worried at all about Deion? No. Why he's not been uh banged up this year, has not, he? Yeah, he's not been Debo, that's for sure. Well no, he I mean he got the first week he got, I think, concussed. And but this is his first year back off of the foot injury from you know that he suffered last year. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe he's not trusting the foot c- completely yet. I don't know. I and mean Atlanta has sucked. Atlanta's been bad. It's just not been it's not been matters. a great situation, but that's the that's IDP for you. Some of these guys have up and down years. I mean, Deion Jones is still, uh, you know, he's a top thirty linebacker, mm-hmm. but we were pegging this guy as a top eight linebacker, and so oh, I think we said like top three or four. He was like my number one dynasty yeah. linebacker oh, yeah. before the season. So I just think all year Campbell has consistently outperformed Jones. So. Do I think he'll do this again next year? No, but I think he'll be in a new situation. He'll be highly paid. He'll have opportunity because of that new contract. I'm not saying that you should go out and spend a high draft pick on this guy. No. Just put a star next to his name and just keep an eye on where he ends up. You follow the money for guys like this. It's the same thing with, like, think uh, Anthony Hitchens a couple years ago uh, when he was was with the Cowboys, and his first chance on the open market he got – he got paid. He got like four years, fifty million to the Chiefs. That's right. And so there you go. So we're just gonna see who comes offering, what type of deal he gets. If he gets paid, if he get, if he's making you know over eight million a year, yeah, that's a guy that needs to definitely be on your radar. Yep. And, and means he's be, gonna start. That should be a sign that he's legit. They paid him. He's they're gonna play him. Short of a C.J. Mosley situation where he's injured yeah. the entire season. He's yeah. going to get the opportunity for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Bobby, what's your thoughts on Mr. Campbell here? Yeah, I don't really want to buy him right now just because age. You know, even if he stays in Atlanta, are we sure that, um, you know, the coaching staff still stays the same there? No, I think Quinn's gone. So, I mean, you've got that to think about as well. But, yeah, I don't really want to pay up for a guy right now just because he's having, you know, this type of year. So yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. looking up right now. So, he's uh, Campbell's 26 years old. Yeah. So he's not, you know, not closing in on thirty yet. He'd be smart to go get a contract somewhere. He else, will. Though. He will. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like Mark Ingram for me last year. I knew Mark Ingram was not going to be a Saint again this year, and 
you know, good for him. He went and chased the money, and, you know, now he's on a great team. So, all it, right. it panned out. Next up here, I think it's a guy we all like, especially uh, as a dynasty buy right now or a dynasty hold if you've got him. This is Mac Wilson of the Browns. Last three games, he went 13.5, 8.75, and most recently 17.75. Big time buy for me. He is the linebacker of the future there in Cleveland, hopefully alongside Taki Taki. Mm-hmm. So buy now before his price spikes next offseason. Definitely Be- agree. Because I think uh, I will double check this, but I think Schobert is in a contract year. Yeah. Um, and um, he's probably going to be getting paid. Oh my gosh! Are you kidding me? He could he could be the highest paid linebacker that we see. And hopefully the Browns don't you know aren't the ones doing it because that's while well, he's been fine. I mean it's yeah he's a UFA next off season. Yeah, I wouldn't be the one giving. I wouldn't want to be giving any of these guys big contracts. That just would not be my style if I was a GM. You know, I wouldn't be. I would definitely would never try and be. Uh, so rarely do big deals work out. I know it's like maybe one or two out of ten. Uh, Kirksey is going to be there though. He signed through twenty twenty two is when he's a free agent. That's what I was looking at. They, so, uh, but I mean, what about dead cap and all that stuff? So yeah, they could uh, get rid of him next year. They could save seven million on the cap, and the year after that, nine million on the cap. So hey, that's a decent small job. small dead cap number. It drops to two point four next season and one point two the year after. So mm-hmm. they could cut him if they just want to roll with Taki Taki and Matt wow. Wilson. That's so top heavy that contract. It is. They're gonna cut him. <laughs> yeah, because the contract dead cap was fourteen point nine. Last year sixteen point eight. This year ten point six for Kirksey. I thought Kirksey's was a lot bigger than that but 2.4 is not bad at all because it doesn't make much sense for either party to keep them you know the browns are going in a different direction they're gonna have to reset again i think yeah uh well i mean we'll see what they're left with Uh, you know this you know but they may keep him as just a veteran presence but again he's been so injury prone that's what i think they could just be like you know you know and i don't think he would want to stick around through another you know if they like go that. through a soft rebuild here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, he's he's a definite buy for me. Um, and if you have him, don't sell him because he could be, you know, yeah. it, you, you love these starting linebackers, especially these young guys. Unless someone's a Browns fan and want yes. to give you – someone overpay. wants to give you a second-round pick, I'm doing it. Sell. Absolutely. But otherwise, just but hold just on hold to on him. to him. Yeah. So last guy here, Bobby, this is one of your dudes. Talk to us about Mr. Safety for the Kansas City Chiefs, not named Honey Badger. Juan Thornhill. I can't really say it's my dude. Adam liked him early. Yeah, you're damn right. <laughs> I didn't have the room for him. Safety you, remember that? What happened? This was you? one of my boys. When did you drop him? What week? I've got him in my uh, other league. I got you. But uh, I dropped him, shit, like week Two or three. He was kind of week one. He had eight tackles, and then he kind of went through a spell of a couple two and three tackle weeks. Um, and it's really hard if you've got a good team in RSO to keep everybody. There's just not there's not room. I mean, if you have a good team, you've got those one or two players that you're like, damn, I don't want to drop Juan Thornhill, but I'm gonna have That's to to pick up at. Preston Williams because he's going off right now. I had Tracy Walker, Eric Reed. Buda Baker, Ronnie Harrison, 
Yeah. I mean, so at that point, it's like, I can't keep Juan Thorne. I can't keep a fifth safety. I also had Marquise Blair on IR, who, yeah. who's going to be my a guy next year for me. Mm-hmm. So I just couldn't keep, I mean, I like Juan Thornhill, but for right now, he seems kind of big play dependent. But yeah. I think maybe that changes a little bit. I think we'll maybe see some tackle numbers come up next year. I wonder about uh, Honey Badger's contract, too, how much longer he's going to be there in Kansas City. I don't know. That's kind of interesting, but they're a nice little one-two punch. And mm-hmm. you're right, he is big play dependent. Last week, four tackles, but he had an interception. Um, week before, four tackles, and then uh, week 13 at Oakland, he had, four, he had four tackles, but he had an interception too. So he's starting to see the ball really well. You know, these interceptions are nice. I'll take him as a big play dependent. You know, Ronnie Harrison, uh, Kevin Byard, you know, type that, you know, you're okay with those big game type weeks. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Josh. Honey Badger's dead cap next year is $21 million. Oh my gosh. So he's not going anywhere. Wow. And then a year after that, it drops to 4.9. Huh. So Honey Badger will be there. No I'm doubt about it. Still okay with Juan, though. What did y'all think about the uh, little Terrell Suggs? Uh, grab by the Chiefs. I appreciate it. So he's been like, I'm not going to report if it's not the Ravens. And he's like, all right, Kansas City's fine. Yeah, yeah. they're good too. What they, you- they just put somebody on IR um, and and brought in Suggs as kind of a replacement. What about uh, Jackrabbit now probably playing opposite uh, Marshawn Lattimore? And- I'm surprised he got a job. Me too. That whole scandal was just so gross. And what a jackass, yeah. man. Get yeah. out of here. He's like, a jackass, but he's a good football player. No, yeah. he's really not. He's been uh, I think he's good. He's been picked on all he season. Was a Ram, on that Josh. Team. He's a damn good football player. <laughs> <laughs> he was a Ram a long time ago, wasn't he? He was. That's been I don't know. Yeah, that was four four unfortunate. Years ago. I was surprised to see the Saints do that, honestly. Yeah. But a lot know. of people have picked on Eli Apple this year. So I think it was Alex Okafor that they put on IR and brought uh, in Suggs as a replacement for. Wonder so, um, sort of a necessity. Probably a good third corner to have. I mean, that's what he's going to be there, right? Yeah. So well, he'll, I guess he'll be the second behind Lattimore. It'll be all right. But still, I mean, it would have been dope to see Suggs go to freaking Baltimore, though. Yeah. Why? Well, I, I guess they had the probably put in for waiver. Chiefs had waiver priority. If the Ravens put in on them at all, I didn't see if they actually put in a claim I'm or not. Sure Football made it sound like we're waiting to see where we're at. So hmm. made it sound like they wanted him if they hmm. could get him. I mean, why wouldn't you? Bring him in for the stretch run. Yeah. <laughs> Knows everything already. Exactly. Just plug him right back in. Be nice. Uh, all right. Well, those were some players that have been playing well as of late, a little bit under the radar, and our read on them for Dynasty purposes. And guys, you'll be happy to know that this this segment has been the exact same length as the first one. So wow, knew it would. Uh, yeah, 50, 50 minutes on both. We're over midnight, so it's gonna be uh, what is that? About a hour and forty minute episode. That's yep. a that's a healthy length right there. So let's see. So when we came into the sode, I think I remember seeing the temperature read fifty nine. No. Oh, it was thirty eight when I turned on the heater. Wow, we got up to seventy four, babies. It is nice and toasty, and in we're here. still fully dressed. And we know who the real MVP is. That little heater that could had to think. <laughs> yeah, what's his name again? I was well. I've been um. It's you guys ever see uh, the the brave little toaster? Yes. That's, I've been struggling remembering if am I is it the brave little heater or the uh, little heater that could? Mm. I like brave little heater too. Oh, brave little heater is good. It's down by your feet. Could, little heater that could. I think. Yeah, yeah I agree. That is the locomotive. It's just. But yeah, going. a shout out to brave little toaster. I watched that a lot when I was a kid. 
Hmm. It's a great movie. Yeah. Pretty good. I have no has, idea what you're talking about. watched it yet? Not yet. A lot of, lot of nostalgia on this episode. A lot of TBT and I love it. <laughs> Adam, are you okay? Help. How many founders are you in right now? Uh, this is just two. Just I just trying to do two now. Just get a little loose. You know. We do need a founder's tap out here. We need a nice. giant wall-mounted heater we can control with our phones. Nice. If you guys would, you know, I don't know, you just need to make that stuff happen. This is really on you guys. The reason we're not living as good as we, we want to be living mm-hmm. is because of you. Mm-hmm. If you, you watch know? that video, we're all bundled up with, uh, like, ski caps and yeah. jackets and yeah. our hoods up because we're freezing out here We for should y'all. be living better than this. We shouldn't yeah. be subject to, to these conditions. Mm-hmm. So you guys need to start. Help us get some new sponsors. Yes. Yeah. You know, retweet our stuff. Keep you can support the podcast financially. Tell your friends. Yeah. Tell your family. Jump tell, on your mom's phone. Give tell us your dogs. Reviews. Yes, all of us. Yeah. Everyone. But seriously, we appreciate you guys. Christmas next week. Hope you all have a Merry Christmas. Thank you all for listening. We, this is, I think, 23 or 24 weeks in a row that we've done this now. We can't promise we won't be here next week. Yeah, we might get the itch come uh, Christmas about four o'clock that yeah, day. Yeah, it'll be uh, it's going to test us. We haven't, we haven't, you know. I guess there was a few weeks. Maybe you were sick. Yeah, that was sad. Yeah, but you know, overall we've we've been, and you know we've, we've done a couple here. of uh, you know, little double duty. A couple of uh, mm-hmm. you know IDP guys. Yep, did rated IDP live. True that. Did yeah. the IDP guys podcast. Yeah, so. We're grinding, boys and girls. Yeah. Big stuff coming. So wait, uh, make sure to check us out. If we're not, if we don't get suckered back into the Soad Shack next week, make sure to watch for that episode to drop late Friday night. It'll be some good listening before games fire up the first round of the playoffs on January 4th. So y'all have a Merry Christmas. If we don't see you next week, we will catch y'all in 2020. Y'all be good now. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Big3IDP.